This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement, and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Uh, Today's episode is not necessarily special, but it's uh, not related directly to our local government civics. It's uh, Building Inspectors Month, I guess, uh, or Building Safety Safety Month. Month. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for correcting me there. Uh, That's one of my guests that I have on who is our actually our building official, Ronnie Rabin. He's been with the city for uh, over 20 years now. And um, he's one of my favorite people around here, but there's probably some people listening to this right now who might not think Ronnie is their favorite person, but that's okay. And then also to talk about building safety, I have uh, Captain Corey Winkler, who's been with the fire department for over 13 years. And uh, he is our one of our uh, fire inspectors. Um, you work, do you work for the fire marshal, Corey? How's that work? Uh, yeah, the fire marshal is my direct supervisor. So uh, you have the fire marshal and then you have me as the fire inspector. Okay, I got it. All right, so, and that was Corey. First of all, I want to say, gentlemen, thank you both for taking time to... Uh, Help me uh, spread the word about building safety. (laughs) um, No, it should be interesting. I I made the joke in the beginning about you guys are two of my favorite people around here, and I always enjoy having conversations with you. But I imagine there's people around town when they see you pull up that they might get a little anxious at first unless they see the, well, I know Ronnie uses a green sticker or or a red slash orange sticker. I don't know. Corey, do you have stickers that you use? Uh, not particularly, but I do have a, a, a stick. A lot of people give me a hard time. It's like a telescoping <laughs> stick that I use to test the smoke alarms and, and uh, the emergency lights and stuff like that. So some people joke and ask if I'm going to hit them with it or something and, <laughs> and I tell them that that's the fire marshal's job. So. <laughs> I say it jokingly, though. No, yeah. we don't hit anybody with our sticks. Well, that's good, because uh, this would be really weird if you did. No. Um, <laughs> so so first of all, I want to, for my own education, and I'm going to have a little bit, because I got the uh, joy of riding a small uh, ride-up on Ronnie um, back in the summer, I think it was, uh, um, because he's so awesome and has a wall covered in certifications and all kinds of fancy uh, things in there. Um what, uh, just briefly, uh, what is the building official? What What is that? So the building official is, he is in charge of all building inspections, building permits, what is required, what is not required. Uh, all in the city of Crestview, uh, commercial buildings, residential buildings, accessory structure, swimming pools, you name it, we're... We regulate it to some extent based on what Florida statute and the Florida Building Code requires. Uh, We work hand-in-hand along with the fire department on typically commercial projects, multifamily projects. We work hand-in-hand with the fire department on those. Um, So we do, you know, mostly we're here for life safety purposes um, to protect the public. That's what we do. We, We catch a lot of grief from people saying we're picking on them things of that nature that's not what we do we we are here to protect the public that's what we do that's what our intent is and you know that that's just the way it is right i mean we have a 
you have a civic duty as a as a civil servant and in that role you serve is to help protect the public and make sure that the structures that they're in are are safe and that no one's going to get hurt and i imagine Corey, for you it's relatively the same thing uh yours is more related i guess probably more specifically to something burning down or people being able to get out once they're when right. something is burning yeah there's two main components we look at we look at the fire safety aspect but then we also look at the the life safety aspect of of like emergency egress if people need to escape uh may not necessarily pertain to fire but you know a lot of people uh forget about uh mass shootings and stuff like that you know people need to be able to escape from places like that so uh really the the formal title in florida is a fire and life safety inspector because you, again you're not just looking at fire aspect you're looking at the life safety aspect of, of structures okay cool um uh I, I let me so so i have a general idea and everyone listening has a general idea of of what it is that you guys do for the city i want to talk a little bit about um your journeys both to getting to where you are because because it's not just a position i mean you you are individuals who work first within the city as well um like i said in the in the opening here uh ronnie you've been with us for over 20 years so that's kind of been a journey for you i would imagine right it has been a journey um it it's been one that i i have enjoyed i have enjoyed working here um i started april of 2000 exactly april 2000 and i started in the public services department at a part-time employee that had no benefits or anything making less than six dollars an hour or something along those lines um I worked my way up. Uh, I actually, while I was at public services, I got a, a class C drinking water treatment plant operator certification, which I still have current to date. And in 2005, the opportunity came up to kind of swap positions. And I became a building inspector in 2005 in 2008 i got some commercial licenses 2012 i believe it was i got plans examiner licenses and i that is where i stayed until i believe it was 2019 i had the opportunity to become the building official for the city of crestview and it it has been a long interesting road I have enjoyed it, and I do enjoy coming to work every day, regardless of what gets thrown up and thrown in your lap each day to deal with. That's just what we do. Yeah. But I have enjoyed it, and I do enjoy coming to work every day. I, I mean, I imagine it's a fairly dynamic uh, job. <laughs> I mean, you have your inspections that you know you're going to go do, but I imagine there's other things that pop up. I mean, I'm not being negative or anything like that, but we were sitting here trying to get ready to do the podcast and uh, Ronnie had to answer the phone like four times. And <laughs> that's a bit of an exaggeration, but not really because there's as the building official, you're, you know, you're at the, the top of that chain. So you have to. Yes, it's, it's very, it's very interesting from a standpoint as you never know what the next phone call or the next person that comes in the door or, or, what may take place when you just simply drive to a job? What what you may come across? It's it it gets very difficult to enforce something where you have property lines involved. Uh, 
you know, you have one person wants to do one thing, you have someone else that doesn't agree. Ultimately, if the person with a permit has permission to do what they want to do on their property, then they have every right to do that. As long as it follows code. As long as it is done per Florida building code, city of Crestview ordinance and Florida statute, they are perfectly within their limitations. Yeah, that that's probably got to be challenging because you, in that situation, you're going to be someone's favorite person and someone's least favorite person. Exactly. <laughs> Depending on what side of the property line you live exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I will I will get an opportunity to get this in real quick, and that is uh, if you need to check code and do things like that, uh, you can access that on our website, which is www.cityofcrestview.org, and then under the um, uh, I think there's a quick link to it. I'm going to, I'm going to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about when I'm the one that works on the website. Most of the time, I believe there's a quick link that can get you to our Municode stuff. And then you can also access it through our, um, uh, community development services, uh, section of the website as well. And it's right there on the front uh, page of what yes. we re- lovingly refer to as CDS here at the city. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I find myself on the side of everyone being upset most of the time. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind. Uh, I mean, I, I love my job. I love what I do. I, you know, people are people are going to be upset. Sometimes there's nothing you can really do about that except try, try to make them happy if you can, if it's possible, and kind of move on. Um, so, so <laughs> odd, or, uh, awkward segue to uh, ca- uh, Captain Corey Winkler here. Um, Corey, you've been with us for, like I said, 13 years, a little close to 13, right? Is that- yeah, it'll be 13 in July. Okay. All right. And um, you, have you, you were, so Ronnie had a little bit of an odyssey. Have you been with the fire department the entire time? Yes, uh, I, I started in 2008. I was right out of high school. You know, I went to the fire academy, and uh, I worked for North Okaloosa Fire District for a period of about nine months. And then uh, the city had a, a, a opening for a firefighter position, and so I applied with that, and and I was I was hired. And so from there, ever since, it's uh, I say it's been magic. You know, and I I like Ronnie really enjoy what I do. Uh, you know, when I started out, I started out as a firefighter and then I moved from firefighter to a driver where I drove the fire truck to, to emergencies and, you know, pumped fires and stuff like that. And then, uh, from there I moved to, uh, uh, I was a company officer for a short period of time, which is usually responsible for the, the crews on the fire trucks. Uh, and then I had the opportunity where I was offered this position, um, I don't want to say voluntold. I was just approached because <laughs> uh, I met the certification requirements. And, you know, for me, uh, I, I look at it in the sense of it's a, it's a very important aspect of the fire service. Uh, it's not the most popular. Uh, it's not the, the sexiest per se in the sense that everybody, you know, that's in the fire service loves to fight the fires. The community loves the firefighters. And then when the fire inspector comes and tells them what they have to do, you know, tells them they have to remove their extension cords or their fire extinguishers aren't up to date, people tend to get a little uh a little frustrated so yeah. uh going from the i don't want to say the hero i know it sounds cliche but, no, the I mean, hero but to it zero. is kind of i mean you you kind of go from you know so let's put it this way i made a joke uh last week with um uh Lindsay and um the dispatchers there and and it was uh you know 
how often are people bringing you guys food? Because they're always bringing the fire department, they're always bringing the police department right. food, and they kind of joke. They're like, we just get you know the leftovers or whatever. But I'm, you know, I don't know how often someone's ringing up the firehouse, going, I want to bring the fire inspector a cheeseburger, and then you might not want to eat it, right? No, I'm joking, right? But <laughs> well, and, and it's interesting you say that because uh, there's a thing I don't know if it's just in the the inspector industry as a whole or in the fire service, but they say that uh, uh, if if you do an inspection at a restaurant, you might want to stay away from there for a little bit. You might not want to eat there the same day, especially right after doing the inspection. So, um, but yeah. No, and and I I know we're I'm coming off a little negative, but but truthfully, I mean, and this is where everyone's gonna tell me I'm I'm just giving my PR spin, you know, for the city. But the point of this, uh, the point of the exercise itself, or what what we're doing is we're trying to make sure people are safe. We're you know we. Um, I know that for some people, uh, it can feel like we're laying down a lot of red tape between them and what they're trying to do on their property or with their business. Um, but the reality is, is what we're trying to do is, is save, save them time in in the long run. I mean, you, you build a building that's not up to code, that's going to come back on you at some point. You know, you build a building that isn't safe, uh, fire safety wise, there's a good chance that's going to come back on you and maybe it won't hurt anyone. Maybe it'll be empty, but there's a possibility that it might also, um, so it may not seem like it, but I mean, both of you guys kind of are heroes in a way. The problem is, is that you're doing it, you know, pre, uh, before, <laughs> before the tragedy right, happens. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate, you know, like I haven't had anyone come to my house and fail me on an inspection, <laughs> but I've worked for local businesses in town. My family has them. And I, I know, you know, when we had fire, it, fire inspection day sometimes we might have moved a few things to make sure that the <laughs> the way out was <laughs> clearer than it was half of the time no i'm joking i'm joking dad if you're listening i'm joking <laughs> um no uh I, I, I feel that's, I mean, that was something we, we talked a little bit about, you know, and, and we were going over kind of some of the actual, um, the way it works, Ronnie, but you know, before we started, I was, I was talking to Ronnie about that and he was, he was telling, uh, Corey and I about how, if you fail an inspection, you know, you have to pay to have someone come out and do it again. If you fail it a third time, the cost goes up, you know, and that's obviously that's going to make the average civilian, uh, our citizen, excuse me, um, get more upset the more times they fail it. But the hope is that we're also educating in that process and people are going to be able to um, not continue to make the mistakes. Uh, so let's swing this uh, a little more um, positive. Um, I always like to ask uh, everyone that comes on, I try to ask them a question that that uh, either they're not ready for or I didn't tell them that I was going to ask them about. But um so, so I want to I want to start with you, Ronnie. Um, you've been here at the city for a really long time. Uh, so, what is one of your um, what's one of your favorite things about working for the city of Crestview? Um, see, so wasn't prepared for that one at all. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, I I really do enjoy coming to work. Um, honestly, one of the first things that ever drew me to the city of Crestview was benefits. Um, I, I did not have benefits. Uh, and to this day, to the best of my knowledge, we have probably some of the, if not the best benefits as an employee to come to work here. We have very good benefits from insurance standpoints and everything else. We have great benefits. Um, you know, 
I've been through numerous different types of management from, you know, the, the city council era through the first, I, I don't know, 16, 18 years I was here to the new, the new form of government that we have now with a city manager. And, you know, I really enjoy the last few years, the whole change, um, to those employees that, that have not been here through both cycles of the government we've had here, it's very difficult for them to understand. And I tell a lot of people it is, it is much better than it was and no disrespect intended to anyone over that statement, but it, it's much better to have a point of contact and somewhere to take something versus just kind of you got chiefs running around everywhere and they can't none of them get together and make a decision. That's just honestly how it was for a while. Yeah. Well, you're not. OK, so no disrespect. Absolutely not. Um, but you're not the first person. You won't be the last person that comes on this podcast and talks about the advantages that we all see now with the way our government is and with having a, a city manager and um, kind of the speed that we're finally getting things done at and the way that Cressy's finally getting the opportunity to grow and be the place that it, um, deserves to be and should be. And, um, I'm, I don't think that's a negative thing. I don't think looking at the future and talking about how, you know, you're excited for it and how you think it's uh, a good thing is negative in any way, shape or form. And also, yes, always, uh, anytime anyone starts talking about how it's great to work here, I, I, I agree with you completely, you know, and we are hiring. So you can check our website for that Absolutely. as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely hiring. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We are in, in, in uh, Ronnie's department. We're hiring. Um, so Corey, you got the, uh, you got to see Ronnie get the question, so I'm not going to give it to you because oh, then you okay. just get to follow it up. I know, it. I know you like working here. I've had enough conversations <laughs> with you about it. No. Um, so what I'm going to ask you is uh, I'm going to I'm going to ask you one. I'm going to pull back a little bit. I won't go all the way back to your firefighting days, but I will say kind of if it's if it's PG, uh, what's one of the more interesting fire inspections that you've done where you know don't say any names or anything but you know where you were just were kind of like i'm not even sure what to make of this yeah uh you know that's that's a tough one because uh you know as you mentioned earlier when we were talking about ronnie as the building inspector it's a very dynamic job and so i would say all of the inspections to a certain point are interesting because you go into it not really knowing what you're gonna gonna come into or what to expect but uh uh i would say one of the more interesting ones it's interesting you bring it up is uh, recently, I was doing an inspection at a, a, a business on Main Street. I don't want to throw b- businesses out there, but uh, about 15, 20 minutes into the inspection, there was uh, smoke. <laughs> it was actually a haze of smoke uh, about a foot from the ceiling. And uh, there was a breaker switch that was turned on that had been tripped. And uh, the furnace, it had caused the furnace to turn back on and the furnace motor had burnt up, which is probably why the breaker had tripped at, at a period of time. So I called the, the guys at the station, which was just down the road. I said, hey, guys, I need you guys to come take a look at this, make sure that we're not burning this building down. And, of course, we turned the breaker off immediately. They they used their thermal imaging camera to, to trace where the heat was coming from. And sure enough, it was the furnace. So uh, uh, needless to say, that went into my report uh but the good thing though is is that we we found an issue so that way the the business owner can correct that issue uh so that way it doesn't turn into something major down the road i mean that that's that's kind of wild that you were 
there when that happened right <laughs> right and, and so it just the stars kind of align just right so that's one of the more interesting ones i mean i've been doing this for three and a half years now as far as on the inspection side so i'm sure there's some others i just can't think of any off the top of my that's head okay what I was hoping for is hey, either one of you have any run-ins with some critters. <laughs> uh, I Snakes, can't think of anything critter-wise. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't run anything critter-wise. I don't know. Ronnie may have, but uh, the biggest thing we run into is contractors and owners not communicating. And when we show up to someone's house with an inspection scheduled, typically you're under the assumption the owner knows you're coming. Oh boy. Um, that's not true by no means (laughs) and we have been greeted i myself have been greeted by german shepherds pit bulls Uh, you name it yeah dog um you know and you can't blame the dog and you can't blame the owner because they're just doing what they're supposed to do but it leads to a very uncomfortable situation when you know just a little communication between the permit holder which is who we hold responsible for their inspections if they don't communicate you know, we have no way of knowing they did not communicate. So we, we run into quite a few situations would be a good way to put that. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to get uh, surprised by, uh, every, you know, I mean, they're man's best friend, but if they're not your best friend, then they, they have correct. a tendency to not be very nice. <laughs> okay. Um, well, okay, so... Speaking to both of you on this, we were talking a minute ago about uh, Crestview's future and where we're going. Um, I was out on a job site with you yesterday, Ronnie. I say a job site. It was about <laughs> 40 job sites yep. or 50 job sites um, all at once. Um, it's got to be interesting because I know for so many people uh, this last year with COVID, it's kind of been like a slowing down situation. But I know both of you, um, it seems like y'all have been really busy. Yeah, it, it has not slowed down on the construction side, the inspection side. Um, it is from the word of the contractors in the area, it, it is getting difficult to get materials. Um, there's several you know, six, eight weeks out just to get, you know, just say doors and windows for a house. Well, once you get it framed up as you, you you were in the subdivision where we were yesterday and there was, I would say probably 10 or 12 just along that one stretch that you could notice were completely framed up, but they just sit there because they have no, they cannot get materials to go any further and they end up just sitting and it's it's you know it's a shame because there's there's so much out there to do and you have guys that just keep on and keep on and keep on and keep on working and when it gets to a certain point we have to you know we don't red tag it and shut the job down but you can't allow construction to continue because it's not complete right so we're kind of in a situation where we're waiting just like the contractors waiting yeah i'm sure that can get challenging for everybody um, I, you know, Corey, I'm, I'm gonna, I know that you, you had to serve a couple roles through, through all this. Um, but as far as, as far as, um, fire inspections go, I mean, you, you still had to do those. So I imagine it was probably challenging because you 
probably had to do them a little bit differently than what you were used to doing. Well, there was a there was an option. I, I think Ronnie uh, in the building department they were utilizing the the virtual inspections. Uh, my myself and the fire marshal we we had decided that we were going to continue to do things the way that we normally do. Uh, not saying that the virtual way of doing it's bad. It's just there's some things that you could miss because you don't get that up close. Um, opportunity so uh, we basically followed what the the mask mandates were uh, and we we respected businesses when we went into them uh, some businesses didn't want us to go in there at all so we had to make arrangements to either schedule them on a certain day or, or just wait until things started getting a little bit back to normal so uh, so there was a little bit of challenge on that end but really our approach from from the beginning was still business as usual because uh, just because there's a pandemic I mean we, we still have to proceed with business I mean businesses aren't going to stop coming so right well especially I mean you know we in Florida we kind of uh, we kind of kept trucking you know I mean in uh, especially in the panhandle here we've just kept kept going and be what it is uh some people might be upset about it but i mean we're we're just cooking along and i'm i'm personally i'm excited about it i'm excited always I sound like a broken record on this <laughs> podcast but i'm always excited about what we have uh in store for crestview in the future and um i know that we're all super busy all of us but i kind of like that too um there was this long time, especially here in Crestview, where people had this sense that you come and work for the city, it, it's this easy, sleepy job, you know, where everybody's uh, just goofing around. And <laughs> that's not the case, nah. I promise you. Like Ronnie said, come work for us and get those benefits, and you're going to earn them too, you know. Um, gentlemen, I, I think that'll do it for this episode. I want to say thank you both for taking time out of both your very busy schedules to join me and, and talk about um, building safety. I hope we talked about building safety. Uh, I think we did. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit about yeah. it. Um, and uh, as always, Crestview, thank you for listening and, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.